You know what it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. You know who it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Odi Mari Sodi Mari Mari Sodi Mari Sodi. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Hey oh, yes no. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you don't know where that's from? No. I'm blanking on it. Well, where is that from? Um, It's from Buster Rhymes. Oh, that's the yah yah. Yeah, yeah, you said yeah, wow. Yeah. I was doing, <laughs> I wasn't really saying words as much as I was doing the melody. Yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he I hear it the now. Whole... I hear it now. <laughs> you just mixed. Two I did. I did. I don't care. They're all his songs, but they're all his songs. They and his if you songs. think about okay. it, majority his songs have basically have the, like same... the same sort of setup. Exactly, but they're all great. <laughs> yes. So fair enough. Uh, hi, I'm Odie, and I'm Maurice. And you're listening to the Black and Snooty Podcast. We're back with another one of these. This is going to be a fun episode, I could tell. It is, but we have to I start mean, we're off gonna, with we're some, have our not moments. some yeah. yeah there are I, some not I mean. some fun things happening. Of course, there's going to be some not some fun stuff that we're going to discuss. But you want to know what? I just like the energy that we're already bringing we already to have the it. episode. And you know, duality. Life yes. is a it, life is a bunch of ups and downs, and it's just about recognizing when you got to like jump. Yeah. Because you jump on yes. the waves, you know, when you're in a pool, in oh, the, in, when you're in the beach, okay, and I, the wave comes, you jump with the wave, yes, so it doesn't come crashing over you. Yes, I didn't know that this was a water analogy. I probably, as I said, jump. <laughs> I recognized that could possibly be interpreted in a different way. Yeah, so that's why I tried to make sure to jump into you, the water. Thank you so for that elaborating. I, would, I could elaborate, and you didn't think I meant jump in another way because yeah. you just. Mean you you jump with the waves. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So that they they you jump with them, and sometimes it's like a little bit uncomfortable. It's a little mm-hmm. weird. It's like ah, because you're out of control. Yeah, but eventually you come right back down. Yes, and it's it's great. So yeah. Um, but first, uh, before we get into the episode, uh, as we said, there are some not so good moments, mm-hmm. and we have to say R.I.P. to first uh, Virgil Abloh. Mm-hmm. Uh, he died on Sunday at only 41 years old. He had, um, unfortunately, he had cancer, a very rare cancer, um, who, you know, and he was, uh, you know, kept it to himself. It was his business. He didn't need to tell anyone. Yeah, and that's so, understandable. Um, unfortunately, he lost his, his battle against it and, you know, as always, fuck cancer. Yeah. And we're just, you know, thankful for him. Uh, you know, he was, he had a lot of duality about him. Yeah. Um, he broke a lot of barriers. Mm-hmm. He, you know, caused a lot of controversy in many different ways in the fashion industry. Yeah. And um, in his life, he he did a lot of great things. 
Um, he was really a, p- a pioneer in fashion, and, and I feel um, that we're definitely going to. Um, we've lost his creativity and yeah. and what he brought, not only just to fashion, but to also music and the way that he was able to meld those two together. Um, he worked on some music label, uh, music covers for certain albums. Yeah. Uh, which I, I only recently found out that uh, after he passed. Um, but, you know, just the fact that he was the first black person to have, like, to run a huge line in uh, for Louis Vuitton is yeah. huge. Within the fashion world, uh, his star burnt very bright. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that his star burnt so bright that means that nobody could ever tell a black person in that industry, oh, are you sure you can do that? Because no, yeah, I am yeah. sure. Look, Look at, at that where, example right over you there. Know? And Virgil is, yes, he's an extra, he was himself he, unique, unique, special, extraordinary person, as we all are. Mm-hmm. But he was doing what any creative person was doing is doing. He was melding all the the things of his life and what he grew up with mm-hmm. and what he saw and he was using that vision to create different things um and creating a space for you know different type of style that he saw growing up which is still you know some people will look down at streetwear as they call it or urban wear as if it's not couture you know oh you can't wear you know sweatpants to dinner but there that doesn't mean that this style is not a style and not an art form and like the way that people in our communities across the country the way that black people in certain areas and certain socioeconomic levels the way we dress how we speak it may not exactly look the same but there are overlap and similarities so it's it's beautiful for those things to be um see them supported and uh, magnified for the world stage and it being done by a black person yes uh, versus, you know, Gucci just putting something out and you're like, well, th- those colors are not even for the Jamaican flag. Or, yeah. You know, like those things. So very sad to hear that. And we're sending all of our love to his family um, and his power. friends. Um, and in some really sad news, which was actually, you know, both his his death was definitely shocking. But um, Jacqueline Avant, the wife of, uh, she was a philanthropist. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a mother. She was a wife of Clarence Avant. The um, he was in the music industry. Yeah, still he had the Netflix uh, sh- documentary, The Black Godfather. And if yeah. you haven't watched it, I really, really push you to because it definitely showed how someone can not, regardless of whether you come from nothing or not, that someone can amass a lot of power and wealth. And use that to do good. Yes. Um, and I think sometimes we get so cynical when we watch, the, we see how certain people get to these certain heights. And we think, well, you know, they're no longer going to be a kind person or a nice person. And they don't want to do anything for other people. Which for some people is true. But there are still people who can um, get wealthy and powerful. And because maybe what they've seen and experienced in life they are looking forward to helping others make it. And he definitely did that. I mean, the late Bill Withers. Yes. He didn't have a, he started his musical career when he was like around our age or even later. And it was in his thirties, which even now in the music industry is uncommon. Usually, you know, if you're not in your 
teens or your late 20 or your early 20s. Early 20s, I would say. Yeah, like if you're past 25, people are like, mm, I don't know, it's oh, a little late, you're a little, a little old. Risky. And it's like, wait, but how? Like that person, how are you old when you're, you know, 30 years old or 32 or right. th- even 40? You have to be young enough in the music industry to like grow up in the industry mm-hmm. or whatever like that. And, and so there's a lot of- To be molded uh, by it and whatever. Ageism then and yeah. now. Um, but Bill Withers got a contract due to him, and, and not only did he bring a contract, he also basically set him up to not to grow his generational wealth. Mm-hmm. He did it for so many. I mean, there's so many other iconic people that you see who are constantly giving back to the community. Every time you see their name in the headline, it's always something positive. Um, even if they, even if there's someone that like you don't really know what they do, but you're always hearing about them and seeing them. Mm-hmm. There's, like, from watching that Black Godfather movie, you saw how he and his wife were standing behind these people and propelling them, and, and we can't discount um, the work that his wife did alongside with him mm-hmm. to help these him get this business to where it is because we already know. If you you know you watch a documentary, you see how their kind of life at the height of the the height of their uh, popularity in the seven I believe it was the seventies or the eighties. Their whole life crashed, and he had lost all these businesses. She was standing beside him beside him as he created those businesses. She stood by him as they fell, and she helped him build it back up. So, I mean, it's just really sad. She was eighty one years old. She mm. was shot by an intruder. In L.A., where they lived. I think they were in Beverly Hills. Uh, yeah, Beverly Hills. Uh, she was shot. Unfortunately, died from her injuries. Um, they did catch the person who shot her. Um, unfortunately, it was a young black man who... Uh, he was robbing someone else's home and then shot himself in the foot. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, like, what was, what was going on if he was high or... Something like something was going on for that him to I feel like to commit those crimes so close to each other, um, but unfortunately there have been a lot of uh, people who are not are he had I think also recently been out on parole, mm-hmm. and unfortunately like there are people who are out on on out on parole for violent crimes, and they end up doing more violent crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's just really sad that she was collateral damage um, in something that was so unnecessary because it's like at this point you're 81, you know, you should just be living your life in peace and harmony and just, you know, it's to have your, when you, if you're a parent, like I pray all the time that like my parents are here until they're 100, you know, mm-hmm. and if... I can't imagine your parents are, are you're blessed enough to have your parents and they're in their eighties and they're healthy and someone, you know, comes and takes them away. Um, so I'm just uh, so much love out to that family because yeah. that's, that's just heartbreaking. They were married for 50 plus years, um, maybe 60 years. Um, and, uh, Essence, uh, more than 50 years together, uh, Essence did a really lovely, like, photo collage, a photo story of them, um, from, like, the beginning of their marriage to now. It was really sweet. Yeah. Um, so, just sending that whole family and everyone that knew her, um, she was definitely a very strong, wise, 
uh, powerful woman who was doing a lot for her community and not just for black people, for uh, people around the around the country and around the world. So yeah, rest um, in power. Yes. Uh, so as we uh, now that we've kind of given some honor to those those who have passed this week, um, do you want to get into the pop culture? Yes, I do. All right, so where would you like to start? Mm. Let's see. Um, did <laughs> what? Did you watch the verses? So okay, uh, I, I did not watch the verses like entirely. Uh, I I basically like. I saw. I was busy when uh, it was happening because this this was a uh, Thursday, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was uh, unfortunately I was preoccupied with some stuff that I'm going to talk about later on and the things that are making me happy. Um, so I didn't get a chance to see it. Although I saw a clip. Okay, <laughs> a clip. <laughs> so um, t- tell me about the verses. Tell me, did you? Did I you watch watched it? the whole thing from yeah. beginning to end. Yeah, and it was definitely interesting because. I mean, it was Bone Thugs and Harmony and Three Six Mafia. I mm-hmm. thought that was a very interesting choice. I personally wouldn't have picked those two to go together. I'm but surprised that they matched with each other at all. I mean, the thing is, Bone Thugs and Harmony are very LA, even though they're from Ohio. Are they from Ohio? I'm I'm looking looking it up right yeah, now. I feel look like that they up, are, but I know um, that they, they have they they're quintessential California Cali, sound. Yes, yeah, especially quintessential from like the '90s. Exactly, because you, know I mean? you think of Bone Thugs and Harmony, you think of Tupac, you think of that like weird uh, mu- musical instrument that was in like all of the fucking songs. Which like, musical instrument? Like a harp. I don't know what that what melody you're. That's trying. from uh one two three and so the folks Snoop Doggy Dog and Doctor. Oh, okay. I feel like, like that synth. was more like, like yes yeah, synth. synth. Yeah. That was like a okay okay. Yeah, they were formed in Cleveland, Ohio. Now that's interesting that they were formed in Cleveland, Ohio, but they seem so Cali. They represent and Cali I feel like loves they them. Represent Cali. They like, represent Cali hard. hard. Like and it's so not now even this a was now this is even more interesting. If Cal, if Bone Thugs and Harmony are from Ohio, even mm-hmm. if they rep Cali, mm-hmm. and if uh, Three Six Mafia are from. Memphis? Memphis. Why didn't they have this in the, uh, why did they have it in LA and not in, Mem- like, a Midwest? Yeah, you would think that they would find, like, somewhere. They could have done Detroit. Somewhere in the middle or somewhere else. I feel like Detroit is a good middle. I mean, it's, Michigan is not, it's probably a little closer you to Ohio. You know what it is? You know what, you know why uh, they had in Cali? Why? Here, because, Let's be real. Like three six mafia have like uh more. I would you say they have more cur- like not current, but they had more hits recently, relatively recently. Oh well, yeah. I mean, like I think if that you- are within memory. Whereas <laughs> in California, of course, everybody in California is gonna remember. The but I feel like B- Bone Thugs Bone and Harmony thugs are shit. such a. They are such an we iconic won. group mm-hmm. that. People remember them regardless. Like, they are kind of like, to me, 
the way um, the locks are, mm-hmm. where they had so many hits yeah. that you sometimes forget what hits they were actually on. Yeah. So I feel like they could have gone in with any pretty much like to me now the locks and the and the locks and you think and locks and bone thugs and bone harmony? thugs and harmony could have gone head head to head. I could see that. I could see because they are both around energy. the same time. Ooh, that's oh no, but okay, no because you want to we'll know get to why that. We'll get, we can get to because the energy on the stage was already <laughs> was already a lot. Cause you know, uh, we've seen enough of Jada Kiss in all these verses that he's been in. Like he talks. We shit. saw him in Queens. We love to see him talk <laughs> shit. Every New York verses has been like motherfuckers talking shit. And I don't think that would have worked. Oh no! At I, this verse, I think it would have worked a little too well. <laughs> <laughs> um. And, okay, so if you didn't see the verses, uh, there was a little scuffle. You know, mm-hmm. we know how you boys like to <laughs> to tussle. Oh wow! Okay, us boys. Um, so if you didn't know, um, I think it was Busy Bone. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that the guy, people from Three Six Mafia, were mocking him during his performance. Mm-hmm. I personally, I was watching this. I did not see him being mocked. Right. So I don't know what you they just saw, did. Like just general dancing. I just I wasn't even really paying attention. All I know is I see Busy through something well, at the at the other side. I thought he had first. I thought he threw his mic at um or a bottle at Gangster Girl. I think is her name. Gangster Boo. I thought it was her, but mm-hmm. it, when I watched it again, I just saw him just throw it. Because I saw it when he threw it, she started, like, cursing him out. Mm-hmm. But then after, I, I saw that he threw it at Juicy J. Okay, gotcha. So, well, Juicy J was the one who told him to SMD. He did. He did. <laughs> so then they started fighting. It's a little tussle. I think um, the other bone t- says. <laughs> the other bone. <laughs> Because I, I never remember all their names. I used to remember it's them when I was little. Crazy. Let me look at them. Yeah, actually, let's up. look it up. I'm this. I'm this close to naming fucking uh, seven dwarf fucking <laughs> with bones and shit. I was like, there's no way there's one that's sleepy bones. Uh, it could be. That would not be bad. The way they smoke. I'm but surprised. I, but, but I'm banking on busy and crazy. All right. With a K. For sure. There's Busy Bone, Mm -hmm. Wish Bone, Lazy Bone, Crazy Bone, K-R-A-Z-I-E, so, and Flesh and Bone. I did not know there was that many. Wait. Where's Flesh and Bone, and is is he still a part? (laughs) I need to find. I need to see a picture. Pictures of of them. Pictures. Uh, And I mean this with all, all the respect in the world as possible, because... Like they it's seem like the they, they throw hands. It's the thuggish, thuggish bone. <laughs> Clearly, they throw hands. Yeah, of course. Did I saw something on on Twitter that was saying that at one of the like source awards, mm-hmm. um, Busy Bone had to be like had to dip out early because the FBI were coming. Something crazy and ridiculous. I but could actually believe one that. One thing that I would kind of felt, I was like, there's two things that went wrong in this fight. One, him trying to fight. But two gangster girls talking about, or gangster boo talking about, oh, he needs to take his meds. 
meds is oh, not a somebody um, somebody did say that that is not take his a, pills um insult a lot of us take meds yeah. for multiple reasons same um, right here and you would not regardless if you're having some sort of moment even if you took your pills in that moment that wouldn't do shit because really you need a, you probably need a little bit of time to let it release yes so calm down um but I felt, but one thing about the the verses, it did show a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. He came out there, he apologized. He did do that. He hugged everyone, and he said, I apologize, let's keep this going. And that is what being an adult is about, and that is growth. Yeah. Because he could have just been fuck off everybody and been mad and whatever. And whatever was going on with him, who knows? Maybe he was having an anxiety attack. If he was being mocked, who knows what he's been dealing with. We already know that he has had in the past mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So it's like not to saying that it excuses any behavior because it definitely doesn't, but let's be fair mm-hmm. and also you like hold him accountable because yeah you need to get your shit together yeah but also like let's not be assholes yeah I was just happy to see that uh, grown black men just like being like amicable you know what yeah. I mean like taking responsibility and just being like look I'm not trying to fuck this up I had a moment but I'm sorry let's keep the let's keep moving let's yeah. have some fun you know that's a beautiful thing uh, to see growth within like grown ass men. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But you know what's annoying? They have a lot of these articles are like, there was a fight with uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony and da 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 da. But they don't say, Busy Bone apologizes after fight. Like, that right. to me is the better headline. Busy Bone apologizes after having fight at Versus. Fight breaks out and then uh, fight breaks out, but then reconciliation immediately. Exactly. After. You know, so that people can, like, know, you know what? The They may have had a little slip up. But they grew from it. They, um, you know, they're adults. They got past it. But either way, um, what? Oh, well, the, the oh, it, they had a lot of lot of shit went went down on this this verses. Really? Um, Terrence Howard came out. Oh. Little Wayne was there. Yeah, I heard little, little John Wayne was, was there. there. Um, I was so, oh, who came out? What's her name? Is it Am st- I crazy or was, no, not, I had heard that Chameleon Air. Yes, Chameleon Air was there and I was yeah. very confused because I don't know if Bone Thugs and Harmony are on Ride and Dirty. No. He just is. I feel like he's just super close with, is he also from Memphis? He might be from Ohio maybe. He's from the Midwest. I know he's from the All Midwest. All I know is he's securing every bag and he has been since that song came out. We have to allow these guys to get that bag wherever the fuck they can like because that song has been is literally all over the place every car like come on can we write a song that's just wildly specific for one type of thing like whether it's pools beaches you know road trips something (laughs) because we just need to get one good song yeah that's all we need that you can use on a commercial 20 years later, so you can just keep getting the residuals. And then yeah. the, it, the thing about these things, these songs, they get used on one commercial, mm-hmm. and then it's all over the place. Yeah. You cannot not have it because everyone will just, they'll think about that song, and they'll think about the about your product, and that's what you want. Yeah. So we got to figure that out. We got to figure out how to make a song. We're going to do some brainstorming. Yeah. The new moon's coming up. We're going to put it, it out there. Want me to drop a fat-ass beat right now? Sure.
Breakfast is so good. Breakfast coming to your neighborhood. <clears throat> Eat it every morning. Eat it even at night. Ooh. Breakfast, breakfast, breakfast. It'll bring your whole family to life. <laughs> <laughs> you know I was going to keep going. You know I was going to keep going. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I never wanted that to stop. <laughs> And now I don't know what it's gonna be for, but I have that. That will be a drop. Okay, go ahead and take, take your a shot. fucking shot. Take your shot. I don't care. I'm using that for something <laughs> for breakfast. I don't know. You know what? Maybe I'll just like maybe <laughs> uh, uh, because I'll be moving soon. Maybe I'll just set that up as like a personal alarm on my phone. Yes. For you any time do. you yep. call, anytime you call, it's like breakfast. <laughs> The breakfast song. Yes, there we go. There we we are. are. Yeah. Um, Okay, so speaking of shenanigans. It's good. good And singing. Yeah. um, Do you watch, have you watched Drag Race recently? Mm. Not recently. I feel like I'm like maybe a season or two behind. Okay, same. Um, Well, this year. They moved it to Paramount. Yeah, and then and I just I was I'm watching like, it when I was go with my friends to this bar on in Hell's Kitchen. Um, yeah, there was this bar uh, that they used to play it at. Well, Branded Saloon. Oh yeah, yeah. So like once the pandemic started, then I wasn't able to meet up with them. I didn't have Paramount. Da 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 da. And here we are. Yeah. Um. But apparently, uh, this new they announced the new contestants, mm-hmm. and this year for the fourteenth season, for the first time, they have a cisgendered straight. Male by the name of Maddie Morphosis from Fayetteville, Arkansas, mm-hmm. and he's been doing drag since 2017. Mm. Um, now when you look at them, they look gorgeous. Like they look like they are definitely talented. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know what they're doing. They look like seasoned. Like they've been at this for yeah. a while. Um, so Maddie said, I think my being on the show can tap into a lot of the guys watching at home, like cisgender straight guys, and really just like projecting to them that gender is completely arbitrary. Just be yourself. And, well, I don't know if you want to say fortunately or unfortunately, but there has been some pushback. I would say the, I would say barring whatever the pushback is, I would say that's not a bad message. Mm-hmm. In and of itself. Yes. I think that um, straight men, cisgender men, um, should definitely be, if you want to dra- dress and drag or whatever, like, go the fuck for it. Like, yeah, what? go off. Who cares? I Technically, if we're all being, if we want to be... Um, factual or whatever i'm technically dressing in drag as a cisgendered woman walking around in pants seeing as pants were illegal for women to wear for a very long time 
Like me walking around in pants and jeans, and sometimes I like to even wear freaking slacks. Yeah. All those things are dragging it up as a man because I'm not wearing a dress. So really, it's like whatever you want to wear. Sometimes, as you know, as the whole running joke of women always stealing their boyfriends, hoodies and stuff and clothing. I love wearing guys. Like when I was younger, my god brother Chris, Mm -hmm. the moment he would finish his clothing, I would be in line to take them. Like they were comfortable. First of all, y'all got bigger pockets. Yes, we do. I gotta love these pockets. Y'all have bigger pockets. My favorite thing is like a mix. I love wearing boy jeans, mm-hmm. a cute little, uh, maybe a crop top together, maybe a hoodie. I don't know what I want to wear, but I want to wear it, and I'm going to do it regardless of what everyone thinks. Mm-hmm. And I think that a cisgendered man, straight or not, should do that as well. Who the fuck cares? What anybody is wearing, the fact that we are arguing or even judging anybody for what they decide to wear is weird. Like, not to say, you know, sometimes I look at people walking down the street and I'll be like, that is an ugly outfit. Yeah. That's okay. It's like sometimes you just don't like what somebody has on. That's an ugly outfit. But who cares? It's more about the outfit itself and the presentation of it than it is about who's wearing what. Only time. Now, I won't say if you come up. To a christening, wearing, you know, a a dominatrix outfit that I'm not going to be in my head thinking like, hmm, interesting choice. Because that's not the attire and the dress code for this sort of, of, you know, gathering. Yeah. But outside of that, who the fuck cares? Wear what you want to wear. Like, nobody tells me what I am going to wear. God, the day that I realized that I could wear whatever the fuck I, I wanted to wear as an adult... Like, has been a dream. Honestly, I went to private school, so I wore what I was told to wear the same thing Mm -hmm. from kindergarten up until 12th grade. Same here. Same here. All the way through. And I feel like that I have such an interesting, I guess, eclectic, as my friends would call it, um, tasting uh, style choices because I am just trying to figure out what what the hell I like to wear because I never got a chance to when I was younger. Yeah. I was wearing what I was being told to wear. Yeah. So maybe I like to experiment with colors. Sometimes I like to experiment with different like genres of outfits. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very... Um, you brought windbreakers back for me, quite frankly. I mean, I like them. I used to... Those were the things like I liked wearing like, those. Like the minute that I saw you had like multiples of them and you rocked <laughs> them well i was like you know well, thank what? You. let me go let me get let me get a windbreaker i should have one <laughs> i should have at least one windbreaker but it's just uh, the fact that anybody is the p- trying to police what somebody is wearing is just so stupid it's dumb it's, it's so dumb. dumb just shut up we don't care now so that part is like boom great mm-hmm. now so the pushback is like well why of all the queer women where are they that why are they've never been on the show Mm. um it's never been there have never been any afab performers Mm -hmm. um and why is he like you know pushing back about why is it a white straight guy versus any other straight guy of any other color you know that could have been in the place so i mean i think the criticism is the valid i think the him being a part of the show I think that having that representation is important. Mm-hmm. Um, could it have been somebody else that is from a more um, marginalized background? 
I feel like that it would be nice for that person to have been would have been nice for that person to be of like you know the groundbreaker or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes you have to say maybe maybe I, next year. I mean, I don't. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? Like, well, yeah, maybe next year, but just more not, so like like do what is more important in this from is the message that we just want to make sure that men in general. Can straight cisgendered men can see like this is not a big deal. Who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that it's like what they're saying is like valid completely. But also I think what what Drew the drag race is saying of like drag is for everyone. And we're just trying to show that is also white. So it's 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 interesting. There's a lot to unpack. I think that the if if uh, RuPaul's Drag Race hadn't had a lot of different toxic things that have happened right. and complaints that have happened right. throughout the years, right. then people probably would have not been coming to it um, from that point. Yeah. Um, because there was both people who were, like, criticizing it, and there were people, of course, who were like, whatever, who cares? This is a great thing. We're yeah. all for it. Um, so everyone's going to have their own different opinion. But I, I, I'm curious to see how they do. Um, and... <clears throat> and what this means for maybe there will be more men who are, you know, like, have you watched that show? We're here. Not yet. Oh, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to weep every, every week. Every is, time is so good. Isn't there like multiple seasons of it? It's now there's two, two seasons. It's two Ugh, seasons. It's so good. I'm saving it. Just prepare to cry. Okay. Um, But one, a few, well, I think there have been a few episodes now that I've seen where it's been a straight man. The first one was a straight black man. The second one was a straight white man. And I really liked that, just, you know, them having those moments. But it would be nice to see a straight black man who um, is doing drag because he wants to do drag because he thinks it looks fun. He likes dressing up and being in character, mm-hmm. you know. And, 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 and he is, you know, not to say you have to be masculine, um as a man, but saying like sometimes getting those men who are there's those men who are like hyper masculine and they don't listen to other people besides men. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's the way you get them. Unfortunately. Uh, So it's not that it's like, that's not the only way to be a, a real man, but for some men, that's what they think. And it's like, to me, I'm just trying to get all the men under, I'm trying to get all of them into like one accord from now, and just so hopefully, like we have more kids growing up who are recognizing that there's different ways of being men. Of course. Um. So yeah, this is a. It's interesting. I don't know what's gonna happen with it, and how if they're gonna have more, but it 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 is definitely. It's definitely something. Yeah, it's definitely something. Um, the only reason why I brought that up was because, like, you know, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race isn't going anywhere. Like, oh, it's not yet. At this point, like, it's at the point where, don't they do it in other countries? Yeah, they have one in Canada. Don't they have have one one in in the UK? UK. They probably have one in Australia by now. Yeah, it's a franchise at this point. So, like, this franchise is going to be going until (laughs) Grey's Anatomy (laughs) goes off the air, (laughs) which is also never going to stop. I was just watching it today. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Maybe it's just we, we shall see. We shall see what happens. Um. We'll keep an eye between the two of us. Somebody has to. Someone. Someone. Someone has to get a uh, Paramount Plus. <laughs> I think my mom might have it. I might be able to sign into hers. Well, let me know. 
I got cable uh, <laughs> now, and uh, I got or got internet going, so <laughs> yeah. Um, Slide that password my way. <laughs> are there any other things that you wanted to talk about, or oh, you're curious about? Um, I, that is everything that I had on my top of head. Mm-hmm. On yes. your top of head. Okay. On my top of head. Uh-huh. I'm not switching to. I'm not switching and I don't, to. I the wouldn't want you to. Way to say that. I would not want you to. Well, then let's take a quick break. Mm-hmm. And we will BRB. BRB with more of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. You're listening to the Black and Snurdy Podcast. We now return to the Black and Snurdy Podcast. All right. Raise your glass to freedom. Something they can never take away, no matter what they tell you. Here's a round for the four of us. Tomorrow there'll be more of us. Let's have another round tonight. Let's have another round tonight. That's it. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna You're not gonna keep going. Okay. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. I had to bring back the Hamilton. You know, we haven't done that in a while. Oh wait! Not only have we not done that in a while, but that bums me out that right now. Uh, I'm waiting for somebody to get back to me with that Disney Plus subscription password information. Uh, they know who they are. It's not me, right? No, I know it's not. Okay, you. It's not. <laughs> make it's, sure. I just want to make sure. It's definitely not you, but uh, but the somebody. individual, yes, yeah, somebody who I texted two times this week <laughs> and no response, and I know that that is the same number because we're in a separate group chat. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see those responses. I know you're near your phone, my dude. Anyhow, uh, well. Um, I, I just felt like it was appropriate, one, because we love Hamilton, and two, um, I'm, I'm free, um, to do what I want, do what I want, yes. in the old time. Damn right. Um, so I just was feeling like that was in my spirit, and I wanted to share it with the group. All right. Ooh, I'm glad you shared, for sure. <laughs> and I'm glad you feel free. Um, so... What what are we doing? What's happening? What's going on? Oh, well, I mean, obviously, we're going to first start with the mental health check-in. Of course, this is the section where we, as friends, check in with each other to see how our mental health escapades have been going. But no, just to check in with us to see where we at uh, mental as far as mental health and self care. Where you at, homie? So, uh, how are you? How have you been this week? Uh, or not even just this week since the last time we spoke. There was a whole last holiday that passed. There was. Um, I will say this was a pretty chaotic time. Mm-hmm. Um, both family, work, re- life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I feel free. Uh, what is that? What is the name of that song? Uh, it's it's literally called Free. Is it the one that yeah, I'm thinking of? Yeah, it's kids, the one you're, kids, think, you're thinking about. Kids I don't remember see the ghosts or whatever. I feel free. Oh no, it's the one where he's like, 
I feel free. And then he keeps saying it like that for a long time, and there's a bunch of other... It's like rap. Yeah, that's the one I'm singing. Is it? I don't feel fun anymore. Uh, guess what, Gabe? I feel free. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. That is that is exactly... That's my mood. That's how I feel. Um, I feel like I've had a lot of ups and downs this last few weeks, last few months, last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot going on, a lot of new things, a lot of great things. Um. And just, I feel like throughout all of it, especially th- th- during this panacea, mm-hmm. I have handled it gracefully and I've done my best. Um, and I've taken so many lessons through this year to bring them into 2022. And I'm very excited to do that because if you're not bringing in lessons into the new year, I mean, what was the point? Like, you know, yeah. they say that you should learn some one thing every day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you probably do, sometimes you might not. But yeah. I think that you should definitely take lessons from the year. Like, what can you do differently? What things do you need to improve upon or mm-hmm. or, or change or upgrade or whatever? And I think I definitely did that. Um, and I feel really proud of myself. Um, I feel, honestly, like, so stress-free um, at this moment. Um, I'm really looking forward to... What the rest of December and 2022 has to bring. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, we can't say, oh, it's going to be anything is better or different than the year before. Like, we know that we're still in this panacea. Yes. We've got a lot going on. The yes. world is still going and doing what it's doing. So it's just like, I'm grateful that each year, even though things have been crazy and weird and like, what the fuck is going on, that I have had both. An amazing support system. Yes. I include you in one of those, in that system. Woohoo! Um, who uh, always check up and want to uplift um, and see how I'm doing and, and, and me vice versa. And I feel like that's great that we have, that I have a, I have a great system. You know, I feel like whenever I'm in therapy, none of my therapists would have to question, you know, if I have people around me to help me get through because you know I have a lot and I think that that just has been point has been proven through so many times this year um when things have been good or bad or indifferent so <clears throat> I'm really happy about that um I think overall this has been I feel great yeah I feel great this week that's good to hear that's all of that is good to hear um, I have been mad anxious this week. Mm-hmm. This has been a very nerve wracking week. I have not slept well at all this mm-hmm. week. Uh, many sleepless nights, uh, with, uh, bits and bouts of insomnia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm about to make a major change in my life. And that's very overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, f- for the listeners, I'm moving. That's the major change. Uh, no, your eyes. It's a big change. And uh, not just moving, but moving into my own place. Going for the first time ever. First time ever. That is a big change. Tending for myself, having to talk to supers <laughs> and uh, and well, you're crushing it and everything like that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. You got there. <laughs> you you definitely got there. Um. But yeah, so I uh, uh, this is a uh, an entirely new experience. Uh, I will be moving uh, in two days, uh, not to 
you know, necessarily date this podcast, but yeah, I'm, I'm moving in two days. I'm still not fully packed. I still have to get a bunch of crap sent over. You're going to have your apartment for the next month. So it's not even like you're moving, but you're not being forced. I'm not being forced to rush. Yes, I do. I do have time. I can always come back and get more stuff and transport more stuff. I especially need to come back anyway just to drop off keys and stuff. But uh but yeah, but you're you're absolutely right. You're not wrong. Um it's just but that's just the nature of this past week. Uh, I've I've been nervous. Uh I've had high anxieties even since Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in a new Thanksgiving setting. Mm-hmm. Everything went well. Mm-hmm. Uh everything went off without a hitch. There were no issues or anything like that. But the entire time I had like some anxieties, you know, I'm not yep. going to sit here and pretend like I didn't. Um, and, and it's a good thing that everything went as well as it did, but, uh, yeah, I still have to admit and address the just like anxiousness that I felt, uh, and that I am feeling, but, uh, hopefully this will pass soon. Uh, hopefully by this time, Sunday afternoon, Maybe mm-hmm. I will be fully moved into my apartment. I will have some semblance of straightening it out mm-hmm. a little bit to at least some degree. Some degree, yeah. It's gonna take a while, but um, well, you've got it. Yeah, and you just have to take it slow. I mean, you're doing the best you can. Mm-hmm. You have had. There's a lot of energy happening right now. You had Christmas, Thanksgiving. You have Christmas coming up. Mm-hmm. The, the whole changing of the seasons and the new year. And there's a, you've done so many things in the last, like, three months that are completely, like, you know, different than what you were doing. So I think you should be really proud of yourself mm-hmm. because you have been really managing it well. You've been smashing your blue period. Yes. Each and every time. Smash through the blue. Um, and I think this is just, like, a lot of different energy. And a lot of different things happening at once, and it just does create anxiety. So I feel like you will definitely be able to get through this. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited for you to fully move into your new place. It's going to be great. Me too. New year, new place, new role in your job. I got my couch coming on You got Monday. a couch coming. Like, this is about to be awesome. I can't wait to break some spinach dip to come for your housewarming party. Yes. And you know I am going to throw, like, a small yeah. little housewarming. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be, like, maybe five or seven of my closest friends. <laughs> five or seven. Cause Cause we're, cause with the Omari on Marion, you still got to yeah, be. Exactly. We're we're still in a, a, a pagonia right now. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta watch out for who we're letting in and when and why. Um but yeah, that's how I've been feeling. Um I feel like you wanted to have a discussion. I did. Um <clears throat> so did you We've talked about Britney Spears on this podcast. A yes, bunch of times. we've we've shouted her out. We've asked her to be freed, and then she has been freed. Yes, she as as of Thursday, or not Thursday. Uh, it's been maybe two three weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was November twelfth. She got her freedom yes. from the conservatorship, which is amazing. Um, but she was on a on um Instagram. She put up this video. 
And in the caption, she says that she had to do therapy. And she said that it was like, it was basically making fun of the therapy. And she was like that she had to do it against her will. And that she would have to go for 10 hours a day, seven days a week at her own expense. And it would only be fair for me to dedicate my life to skits to the wonderful therapist. (laughs) So she definitely has been super snarky like in the video she's like hi so as your therapist today i'm here to just ask you a few questions Mm -hmm. not here to trouble you i just want you to be completely relaxed you just relax i do the work i'm here to help you key number one so relax totally relax lay down do what you have to do just a couple of questions don't worry about it everything's going to be fine (laughs) (laughs) And these, and it goes on like that. But yeah. I just, I'm. First it, off, that was a great, great. That was great to have to hear. Not have to hear. <laughs> you know what I mean? You. Yes. Thank Shout you. Shout out much. to you, real quick. Because um, that was an awesome rendition of therapy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I'm available for voice acting work if need be. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you better promote yourself, girl. Always. Um. But I think that it was interesting to think that she, and kind of, tr- kind of troubling to think that she would have to be in therapy for, for that many hours for dur- every day during the week. Like I feel like that's part of the monitoring that was going on. Like it, it, that long? The therapy was not, you know, like the therapy wasn't actually meant to help her. Help her, help her. It's just like um, not one flew over the cuckoo's nest. But did you ever hear about um, John F. Kennedy's, I want to say he was her, it was his sister who was lobotomized by his father? Yeah, I heard that story. I wasn't sure if that was like a myth or something. No, it's true. I remember my mother talking to me about that when when I was younger. Um, Because, you know, they would always talk about the curse on the family. Mm. Um, And so she was just, she had brought that up. And I was like, wow, I can't believe that you used to be able to lobotomize people. Um, And I feel like it's just like kind of, what she's had to go through, having to go through or had to go through for these last 13 years is just so indicative of how women have been met, mistreated by the mental health system. Yeah. Uh, men, women and marginalized people, but it's like so many things that you could put a woman to jail for if she masturbates, if she laughs too much, if she gets angry, if she reads books. If she books. shows any strong emotion Anyone. either way, any of them. And let's talk about that. Did you see how Ari Lennox was arrested this past week? Yes, yes. At the Amsterdam, um, the Amsterdam airport. Yep. And so I don't know if you ever um, looked into the report, but <clears throat> they said that she was being arrested because she was basically she wouldn't calm down. Ari says. That she was racially profiled. Mm-hmm. The the Amsterdam police were saying oh, it was a woman who wouldn't calm down. They arrested her. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't she calm down? Is my question. Now, we were just watching I, Ari Lennox yes. when we watched the Soul Train Award videos. Yeah. But, like, in my mind, when... I... Why... M- Am I wrong for thinking that, like, it's not a calm thing to have to deal with any police whatsoever? So, like, stop with this fucking idea that, like, we're we're supposed to 
remain calm. It's a it's an interaction with fucking cops. Yeah. That's that's a heightened situation that would make my heart beat like yeah. a million times faster. So like Well, especially if you're also saying you were racially profiled. Yeah. If you're saying, Oh, this person did something to me mm-hmm. that I felt was negative and that is why I'm upset right now and now you're telling me to calm down. Yeah. Like, fuck you. I don't want to calm down. Why I want you, you to handle to the thing that you were supposed to handle. Be somebody's taxpayer. Uh, uh, be somebody's, like, you know, that sentence that yeah. everybody says about the taxpayers and shit like that. Taxpayers pay for fuck fucking salaries and shit like that. But I just think be it's a very... servant. <clears throat> it's very interesting that she was... Um, she was arrested, and I saw, and I'm, I wish I could remember the name. I thought I saved the tweet, but I'm not finding it here. Apparently, there was another black actress or singer who was arrested in, in Amsterdam, Amsterdam well, airport. It, wasn't that also where Amsterdam, Amsterdam's on some shit? Because isn't that also where ASAP Rocky was a uh, fucking Oh, my goodness, arrested? I think it was. He was there in Sweden. Uh, I feel like it might have been Amsterdam, but... It might have been, honestly. I feel like Amsterdam has been Maybe on some was shit. Maybe in the 90s. Mm-mm-mm. There was a black woman who was arrested, but now, you know, they're never going to... I'm not going to be able to find it because everyone's going to be talking about... Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox. Yeah. So, it's okay. But um, either way, if I find it, I'll put it in the notes. Um, But it's just like, when you think about Ari Lennox, you see you, she is a very... Calm, demeanored. Like when you look, when we saw her and Ari Lennox, I mean, her and Summer Walker yes. singing at the beat at the Soul Train Awards. Yeah. When, if you were to think, if they said Ari Lennox or some more, uh, some more, if they said Summer Walker <laughs> mm-hmm. was um, doing something in Amsterdam that got her arrested, I would be a little bit more inclined to believe it just because she's always about that life. Yeah. Ari Lennox just is, a, appears to me, now we don't know her in person. But it appears that she is very mild mannered. Yeah, she seems chill, chill. Like she just wants to smoke, maybe drink some tea with a little bit of bourbon, perhaps, but as a nightcap. Wasn't that Ari Lennox who uh, told J Cole off in that rapper uh, when he came out with that one song about how like? Do you oh, know maybe. what I'm referring to? Anyhow, even on that, even on that song, she was chill. That's she's that's always the point chill. That I'm, that I'm making, like even when she's uh, responding in diss track form, she is doing it in such a chill demeanor. Like I'd never have to. Well, first off, I'd never say calm down to anybody, let alone any woman, let alone <laughs> to Ari Lennox. Uh, but yeah, like she she doesn't. She seems chill. Yeah. She seems like mad, 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 mad chill. The definition of chill. If you looked it up in an encyclopedia. I, I'm just, you know, I hope that she's okay. Me I know too. that she has said in the past that she has, um, like, kind of like social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I hope this does not add to that. I hope she's okay. We love you, Ari. And we're, you know, we want you to have continued success. Yes. Um, and just to feel good. Um, but I think that we think about, uh, I know I got us off track here talking about, uh, mental health with Ari Lennox, but well, when I think that it's also, it's all good. I feel like that is a part of all these things happening to like women. Oh, that's what it was. 
Britney Spears being forced to do this therapy, mm-hmm. Ari Lennox being arrested because her quote-unquote mental state. Mm. It's just like always attacking women for just being ourselves and being angry. What is wrong with having emotion? Yeah. If I'm angry about something, if I'm not throwing things at you or hitting you or something like that, you know, just let me be emotional. If I'm telling you something and you're not listening to me because you just don't care about what I have to say, I'm probably going to get more emotional. So just take those things into account. It can't always be that women are just these wild banshees because we're not the ones that have to have other people cover up their bodies mm-hmm. on the off chance that we're going to have some sort of quote-unquote carnal urge and just can't help ourselves and rip their clothes off. Like, that's not our... We are able to control ourselves. Yeah. So it's like this, this, this is a, a fruitless conversation, and I would like... Women, especially black women, to stop being forced into thinking they're crazy and being monitored every every which way mm-hmm. to make sure we're adhering to what somebody else is, wants us for our lives. And I'm just, you know, love you, Brittany. Love you, Ari. And we wish you the best. Yes. Shout out to the both of you and hope that both of y'all are uh, doing well now. Yes. Oh. So- I wasn't sure if the, that was the appropriate. I mean, noise. I don't know what else did you what did you want me to say. No, nothing, nothing, nothing. It's all good. Um, now that we have checked in with each other, do you want to now talk about? Oh, sorry. Some uh, things that are kind of rubbing us the wrong way. You know damn well I want to. You know damn well we have to. That's why we need to go over here into this. Uh, corner. I think it's. I don't know if we have a name for it, but do you uh, need to be in a corner. What's happening? Anyhow, <laughs> bringing it. What we griping? We're not griping anywhere else. We griping. This safe space for us to share. We griping. We ain't griping anywhere else. We griping. Oh. Uh. So, who should start first, me or you? You start. All right. Um, this technically isn't a. It's 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 a gripe that shouldn't be a gripe, if you know what I mean. Like, okay. I'll explain. I'll explain. Um, you know how if you are trying to get something installed in your home and you have to have like a technician come out to your home, uh-huh. uh, they have like a specific window of time that they're going to come right uh-huh so in this particular instance they might say hey we're gonna come between two o'clock and five o'clock right and mm-hmm. that and that's that's you should expect sometime between two and five and more times than not it's never on the earlier side you yeah, know what I mean? It's usually like, towards the later end. it's usually towards the later end at least that's from my experience right I'm supposed to get I'm supposed to get some internet installed in my place. I won't say the name of the internet place, uh, but or the internet provider. Call them out. Call them out. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my window was from two to five, so I'm at my house at one o'clock because I was thinking of getting to the place, getting to my new place at one thirty from my old place. Mm-hmm. I get a call at one o'clock. That's like, hey, are you there? Like, where you at? I'm buzzing <laughs> you. And I'm over here just like, I thought the window was from like two to five. It's just, he's like, yeah. Like, 
I'm just like, give me 30 minutes. So now instead of hopping on the train like I was gonna, I had to catch a lift. Mm -hmm. Like, which I I was, luckily I was prepared for, like financially. It's yeah. not an issue or anything like that. But like, I had to now rush to get I don't like rushing, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever made that clear on this podcast or ever I've ever told you. I mean, you. you told me. I hate having to rush because when I rush, I forget things. Yep. And I definitely forgot my battery charger, but that's neither here nor there because I have <laughs> like five different battery chargers in my bag at all times. So that's fine. Point being that in this instance, I should be grateful that they came earlier than expected. Yeah. I should be grateful in that regard, right? Mm -hmm. However, if I'm planning my day, mm -hmm. at least stay w roughly within the window. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's like... if or the just window text you if you think you're going to be earlier. Two to five. Yeah, send me a message just to say, hey, like, uh, it looks like we're this is a light day. Mm. We'll uh, come through earlier than usual or something like that. Give me a heads up. Yeah. Don't just show up and be like, yo, you there? <laughs> you, you there? Like, I'm, I'm buzzing you. You're not answering the door. <laughs> Which, as a side note, I'm going to have to talk to my super about because apparently my buzzer to open the door is not working. Anyhow. Uh, okay. Well, mine doesn't work either. So. Yeah. Yeah. I will. But, yeah, just remind me. To, no, I don't anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, uh, I'll put that into my gripe, too. Uh, <laughs> super fix the door. <laughs> It's literally a new apartment. You should that that should fucking work. Anyhow, <laughs> are, are those all your gripes? Uh, I think. Oh, you know what? Uh, so this happened a few weeks ago. I didn't say it at the time. Uh, WWE, stop releasing your fucking wrestlers uh, during a fucking pandemic when you're making like the record making profits. During this time period, they they've been releasing people all throughout the year, like groups of people, like uh -huh. like like we're talking like 10, 15 deep when it comes to like wrestlers. Uh -huh. uh, and they did it again like a few weeks ago. And one of them was uh, Keith Lee, this really athletic black wrestler named Keith Lee. He has so much charisma. No, he's not the one that you saw. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Not that guy. Not e not either. I have several boyfriends. Though. I know you have several boyfriends. I don't think you saw him. I don't even think you'd like him. I think maybe you'd like him based on his swag and based What's his on name? his name, Keith. Keith Lee. Like you might like him based on his charm. I don't think you'd like him based off of his appearance. Oh, okay. Uh, but I mean, I think he's handsome in the face. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, he has a very unique look about him. Uh, he is very athletic for his size and build. Mm -hmm. He uh, wrestles like a light like a light heavyweight instead of a uh uh oh sorry i just got my text message from my mom and uh this is to say hey i love you mom anyhow um they released them they fired them that's a no to you that's a no not even in the face not even in the face you're shaking your head no okay that's fine that's okay i told i said you that said it might not be your type of cup of tea <laughs> He looks very nice. Like he's a very nice young man. <laughs> a very nice young. He actually might be our age too. He's so. He was born eighty four, so he's a few years older. Okay, fine. He's yeah. a few years older. Either way, uh, yeah, he's, very he's nice. such a talented uh, wrestler, and it's incredible that like they fired him, didn't know what to do with him, didn't book him well. Uh, 
And it's just incredible to me that they that they had the nerve to do all that. Oh, like, we went to an HBCU and to take Texas A and M. There we go. A and M was HBCU, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, no. Like when you're making so much fucking money, you can afford to have these fucking talents. But instead, you're like trying to cut costs and shit like that. You're that's just some like pure corporate fucking greed, my dude. Like. Well, he said in his caption, I just looked it up, mm-hmm. and he said, I was going to wait a couple of weeks, but it's time to look toward the future. Forward March, as I like to say, I'm capable of so much more, and I can't wait to see what it looks like properly, which is kind of thing is shady. Yeah, we go. I have a wide array of, t- array of talents, of interesting abilities. I also consider myself to be rather open-minded. Here's to a future that, for all intents and purposes, seems limitless. He po- he posted something else, but yeah, that, I his, think that's a good that's a good you know that's his whole thing. He's a uh, he's a uh, uh, limitless, uh, not limitless. Is it? Ba- yeah, bask in his glory. He is. Yeah, he's limitless. That's his whole okay. thing. Yeah, uh, he has so much potential, and I hope that wherever he lands, hopefully in AEW, uh, th- I hope that industry or that company understands the talent that they have on their hands and mm-hmm. utilizes him well. Me too. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, Keith Lee. <laughs> and also hit row. For anybody who's a wrestler nerd uh, or a wrestler's nerd, uh, you know exactly who I'm referring to, a uh, group of uh, wrestlers who also got let go. Anyhow, uh, that's everything that's griping me right now. Um, yeah, I, I got nothing. All right. Well, I mean, I had stuff. Obviously, I have nothing more. Thank you. To say. Um. Well, the first gripe is that Arya decided to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Right. Right now, and and that was lovely. Thanks, Arya. Mm. <laughs> Thanks so much. Made me weak. It knocked me <laughs> off my feet. <laughs> Something about that smell. <laughs> um. All right, so I'll try to make these things quick. Um, <laughs> don't know how. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, number one, we as America um, have had another national pastime, a school shooting. Mm. Uh, this happened in Oxbridge, and I'm not, I can lie to you and tell you where Oxbridge is. That Michigan, I believe. Um, oh, I'm calling it Oxbridge, Oxford, it's Oxford High School. There was a shooting at the beginning of the week by this 15-year-old named Ethan Crumbly. So, uh, he used this gun that his mother, or sorry, his father owned. And it just was like, unfortunate, four children died. Why? (laughs) Because... Why did you do that while I'm trying to talk about I'm, the school? I'm just over shooting. here trying to listen while also breathing. Like I'm sorry. My God, it's a very strong aroma. Can you just Maurice up? My bad. Just keep going. <laughs> Nobody told you to stop. Especially anyway, considering what's being discussed Jesus. right now. You threw me off. Oh, anyway, fine. This Mich- it was in Michigan. He's 15 years old. He has been charged with involuntary. He's been charged um, for the role. His parents have also been charged for the role. 
Mm-hmm. And um, his parents are James and Jennifer Crumbly. They have been charged. And I just found out some very interesting things about his parents. One, they're on the run. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, a few hours after they were, it was announced that uh, he was being charged. They were going to be charged. They went on the run. And I'm like, what kind of shitty ass parents are you? Yeah. What kind of shitty ass parents? But we we'll know what kind of shitty ass parents they are. White people are terrified of jail because <laughs> um, we know that the mother was a Trump support. Well, the parents were Trump supporters, mm-hmm. and that they were anti-maskers. Mm-hmm. The mother had written this long anti-mask um, uh, post, mm-hmm. a blog post that she published November 11th, 2016, entitled, Dear Mr. Trump. Um, and I want to make sure that I find the part where she tells him she'd rather be grabbed by the pee. Um... Aha. Yeah, you found it? Yeah. She said she was not offended by Trump's comments about women. Um, that, you know, she thought that we were taken the wrong way. It was just, it was terrible and racist. She's terrible and racist and also a terrible mother because look what she did with her son. Like, regardless of whether her son did something terrible. Yes. But I just think about what was happening in that home that he was so angry and, 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 to, and cre- you, what what kind of monster did you create is my question. And I don't think that parents should be automatically um, held responsible for what their children do. But I think it's so interesting that when white families, when their children are murdering other children, it's so much of a, like, no one talks about the parents. But Mike Brown's mom, Tamir Rice's mom, you know, Breonna Taylor's mom, it's like, what kind of parents are they that they would allow their kids to be put in these different types of situations um, when in reality it's like they were the ones that didn't do anything. They were the ones who were just living their lives and then someone tried to take them away, whereas in this child, we don't hear anyone saying what happened to the parents. We are getting people on the news sharing pictures of when he was like eight years old. And you saw the picture, the pictures of him in eight Compared to the pictures of him at now. Now are completely different. Night and day. Ridiculous. Why were they circulating the fucking eight-year-old picture? Where he looks like an ultra bi with his... No, you know what? Like... My dumbass thought that this eight-year-old was the one who fucking shot (laughs) up a school and was just like, damn, like... Fucking, they come in all, all, I guess they come in all ages, I guess. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. He's a teenager. He is a grown-ass teenager. And I saw his teenage face. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 I find it ridiculous that his young photo was even Because look, look what picture all. they used when Trayvon Martin and Mike Brown were killed. Always. Even when Tamir Rice, every one of them was make him get- look as mean as possible. Yeah, we always look like, you know what? They give us killable fucking pictures. That's yep. what it is. It's just yep. like, oh, yeah, no. Let's let's get the pictures that justify the killings or the murders. And mind you, yet another fucking murderer who actually is alive and in, in uh, custody, right? Because yep. he's alive, he's alive, right? He's still alive. He's been arraigned. Yep. His parents fled right after his arraignment. 
Which is crazy. Like So there we go. Still alive. Definitely murdered. Shitty some parents. People. They definitely like think about all the shitty white men recently. That Brian Laundrie who killed his girlfriend and mm-hmm. fiance. Yeah. His parents probably had him on the run. And then he found they found him murder. He killed himself. Mm-hmm. Um it's just like, come on, I just I'm I'm over these terrible white parents creating these terrible white children who are terrorizing the rest of the world. Yeah. Uh, because it's like, I, and yes, he was bully, bullied. I I do not say that he wasn't. I don't think that, I think that those are all problems we need to address in this country. We are allowing people to bully people when they're in, when they're in school together. We allow people to be bullied at work. Um, anyone that we deem as an undesirable is allowed to be bullied. So that's definitely something we have to fix. Yeah, we um, got to work on that. Because you never know how someone's going to React. respond we All talked about that young black boy who who had been being bullied by yeah. racial things recently. You know, we don't never you never know how anyone's going to react. Yeah, it all it takes is one bad day. That's yeah. literally and when you're a child, all it takes. Even though yes, like he at 15, do you know it's wrong to shoot people? Yes. But your your frontal cortex is not finished being developed and the way that you're treated at home plus the way that you're treated in school could definitely impact your thought process of, of do you go to school with a gun and feel like that's your only way. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and now we know he was smart. There was one video I saw. The kids were in the classroom with the door barricaded and locked. He knocked on the door and said, oh, it's the, it's the marshals. You can come out. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they got, they didn't open the door was because they had told him, no, we're not sure about that. And they were like, he was like something, bro, like, it's fine, bro. And they were like, nah, he said, bro, red flag. And they ran off. But it's like, someone said something very interesting on Twitter. They may have these active shooter drills in schools, but the people who could be active shooters are still in the the class taking it. are still in the classroom, so they know exactly what to do. And where to go and all that. So it's like, we need to get to the root issue of why you have these kids coming to school and murdering other kids, whether it's bullying whether it's their parents are teaching them to be hateful. If it could be literally so many things, if that's their only thing that they feel is their only choice. Um, There was a child a few months ago who I I don't know if he brought a gun or if it was a knife to school, but he was a black kid who was being bullied terribly in his school. And he brought the gun or the, or the knife and and I think a student died. So it's like, these things are not isolated. They happen all the time, but we need to figure out ways that we're helping our students and how people are paying attention to how students are being treated by their own families so that we have less of this happening. But that was what's pissing me off. And, of course, I don't know if you've heard about the abortion bans. Yeah. Mississippi and Tennessee, of course, is one in Texas. I just want people who cannot have children, if you can't birth a child, shut the fuck up about what people who can do. I don't say anything. Oh, what's her name? (laughs) Amy Cone... Amy, uh... Uh, Barrett or whatever talking about well if you can, don't want to have a kid you should just have the baby and give it up for adoption like that is not viable for everyone Yeah. when my mother was pregnant with my baby sister or with um, my youngest sister or my, with my mama Mara she had terrible acid reflux she could barely breathe yeah. she had to sleep sitting up like she had so many things happening to her body yeah. that she felt like she was dying like every day you're asking somebody to like go through so much hardship 
And then just to give the baby give away, give the baby away. Like, like, so you're supposed to experience postpartum depression. Yeah, possibly postpartum psychosis, psychosis. postpartum blindness. Yeah, there's so many postpartum things. They're fucking terrible. Not to mention the, I don't the, I don't want to use the word ravages, but uh, but what ends up happening to your body? I think your body is pretty ravaged. Yeah, because you're you have all these hormones. One, a baby growing inside of your body. Mm-hmm. All of your intern insides are being shifted and moved around. Shifted, shoved around. There are plenty of, of people. Tap dancing on the bladder. Who have had babies and their bodies in the inside have literally never fully recovered. Yeah. So maybe now they pee on themselves. And I have, I know people who have babies and they'll be made, it'll be a joke of like, yeah, you know, I pee, I pee every time I laugh now a little bit. And they think it's, it's like whatever now, that's just what it is. But like... That's some serious, that's like... crazy. New... That's, like, your body is now different because of this. <laughs> because you gave birth, because you brought a life in your... You have... You will never be the same. Never. Ever. And so I think that if you cannot experience that, you shouldn't be telling anybody about it. And even if you can experience that, you're not having some other person's baby. Mm-hmm. Who are you to tell someone that they should have a baby barring a you know life-threatening disease? Regardless, there are people right now who are in in marriages, whether they are toxic or they just are over, or maybe they could possibly be abusive, mm-hmm. who are pregnant right now, who know they are they cannot or will not and don't want to be in that relationship any longer, mm-hmm. and they don't want to have any ties to that person, and they're deciding I, I want to end this pregnancy, for for so that they can leave that relationship and be as safe and as healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. Whether you've had no babies or whether you've had a bunch of babies, you are allowed to make that choice. I'm grateful that I have never had to make that choice, but. The work, I think that's something that has always scared me mm-hmm. is that I would want to make that choice and for whatever reason would be stopped from doing it, whether it was money or, you know, not like, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen this show. I didn't know I was pregnant. Yes, I have seen that show. That show has always been one of my worst nightmares because I've been I've it's like you can't you can't do anything now once the baby's out. So you either have to make the decision of of adoption <clears throat> or you have to make the decision of keeping it. Mm. And those are two crazy, hard decisions. Yeah, that's not something that can be taken lightly in, in any respect. So those are never decisions I would want to have to make. So yeah. I'm thinking, like, that to me is my worst. Like, if, if you had to could go about what's your worst fear, that right there. Like, not having... Because it's like the money... You could probably, I could probably ask, like, hey, guys, can everybody give me $200 so that I can go get the, for this procedure done? I feel like I could probably do that and reach out to people. Um, but I don't ever want to be faced with the possibility of not having that access. And I think that knowing about what my mother's generation went through, even though my mom was born in 59, so mm-hmm. by the time she and her friends would have been in the age where they would have been able to, like, get one they could have, but just thinking of like how many women that were only a few years older than her possibly had to either suffer in terrible relationships um, or have children they couldn't afford and didn't want 
uh, or have to go through some sort of back alley, horrible shit, which, I mean, <sighs> just the thought of it. It's just like, it's terrible. And I, and I feel so horrified for those black women and black men that might be in uh, and non-binary people who might be in the area who are who get pregnant and <clears throat> now are going to be forced to have the baby whether they want to or not. And in, in some of these places, they're not even changing. They're not saying, oh, well, you know, if, if it's rape or if it's incest or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Because at the end of the day, they don't care about the person. They don't care about the fetus or the baby or the child that's going to come after they just want their agenda, and that's it. And it, it just makes me sick, and it just makes me want to say aliens, yeah. asteroids, comets, Jesus, whomever. Y'all can come take it. Yeah. Because I'm no, I already know I'm not living a life in fucking Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not happening for me. You'll have to just, 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 it's not. I, whatever way that it's not going to happen, not going to happen. You know, I watched the first episode of that and was like, I can't watch I couldn't any get of past the second season. Past season I think I got season one season two, episode maybe two. It just was it felt very real and it felt too real to what's going on right now. So it just was giving me more anxiety. Um so I had to stop. But I'm just like I enjoy freedom in every aspect of my life. Yes. Regardless of if I ever decide to take up or if I need to take up any of the freedoms that I currently have, I don't care. All I know is I want them. Mm-hmm. And so this, just the bans, they are, even though people are pushing against them, you know, they have to get the Supreme Court and the, all these different things and they can stop them possibly. But just the fact that they're even out there, it just makes me sick. And I just want to bolster up every person who is nervous about this and scared and know that, like, not to say anyone should try to medic home remedy themselves, but this is a reminder that our indigenous people across this whole entire world were using birth control and managing pregnancies mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. pre-colonizers ever setting foot. And this is a variety of areas. You could find them anywhere, everywhere. You could look it up. So on the off chance that somebody takes away birth control too and other ways of controlling, you know, methods of contraception, there are natural ways you can do that. You can look into them. Of course, I'm not a doctor, so you you need to find you know a holistic medical practitioner. Mm-hmm. You should do that. They can explain to you what things you should do and all that. But just know that you are not you don't need a pill or a doctor to help you in these things because people have been doing them. You could probably find an abortion doula who might be able to assist you in a way that's maybe not medically invasive. I don't know. Don't quote me. All I know is you can look it up and you can find people in your area. Right. Um, but those are the things that have just been stressing me out and annoying me. Um, and, you know, people's lack of accountability and their, you know, I think lack of, just people's lack of accountability. I just want people to recognize, be accountable, 
And when something that you haven't been accountable for hits you in the face, just say, yeah, you know what? I dropped the ball on that. Yeah. And I understand that I dropped the ball and I'll have to do better for next time. But, you know, that was my bad. I think that that definitely is something we have to have more of. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you about the accountability thing. Like, I try to be as accountable as possible. I My go-to thing is I never want to be a part of anybody's worst day on purpose. Yes. You know what I mean? So... Uh, I, that's just how I move through the world. Um, but it's okay. You know why? Because, uh, after all that doom and gloom, we're going <laughs> to end on something that's a little bit more positive. We're going to talk about the things that made us happy this week. I'm the baby merchant. Tots are us. I give you all the service and no damn fuss. Give the baby merchant just actually makes me that cheers me up every time every fucking time it's like a just i could feel the smile growing on my face as that song is being sung i cannot i'm like such a small thing Mm -hmm. yet every time it just brings out joy in me and i love it yes same here oh okay what brought you joy this week well, the fact that I am going to be moving in a couple of days. Uh, that that in and of itself is bringing me joy because that means that, like, I am... I'm, it's a new chapter. Mm-hmm. It is going to be... And, and for all of the anxiety that I have with the mm-hmm. move, I am extremely excited about this new path that i'm going to be carving for myself well i'm very proud of you for one mm-hmm. i'm very excited for you for two mm-hmm. and this is great a great start place and also because it's closer to me so we can hang out faster yes, that is true <laughs> that is true i am literally two stops away from you now um but even if you wanted to walk and if i wanted to walk and we're close to the park we go to the we can go for walks in the park which you know I love doing, but I, I can only do them either by myself if in the daytime or when I'm with Brooklyn and obviously can't do that all the time. Um, so it would be nice. We can go to the park together. We can go to the tennis courts. We can go to the other baseballs. We can do so many fun things you know, by the park grounds. You know King Richard made me want to do I know, tennis. I know. I'm not going to, but it, it made me want to go to the tennis <laughs> and, and just be like, yeah. We could have a little Lord's moment. moment. You know? <laughs> yes. I'll put the Lord music on and we could just try to hit the balls. Of course. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Um, okay, so what else was, is, that, is that all? Is that all that made you happy? All the things that made me happy, uh, that I got to see my family for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that did nice. make me happy. Uh, it was a new experience going upstate. Shout out to y'all for hosting. Y'all know who y'all are. Uh, not that y'all have to remain a mystery, but just. It's okay. Yeah, they know who it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, the, uh, the great host, lovely host, lovely home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great seeing everybody. I got to hang out with my dad. I got to take, oh, I got to take him to, uh, the, <laughs> I, 
Yeah, I don't want to name the bar that's near. Well, I'm moving anyway. Uh, the Sackett. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm about Your to old move. bar. Yeah, my old favorite bar that I live near. Um, and uh, I got to hang out with them. You know, just bond with them one on one. I find that I bond with my dad over drinks. Uh, pretty pretty well. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, we have interesting conversations. We chop it up. We you know we 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 share our actual feelings we're Uh not it's not like you know like uh one of those father-son dynamics we're like oh we can't ever talk about our feelings no we talk about our feelings and shit like that that's good so that's good uh so i'm 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 glad happy and grateful that i got to bond i love all those things and you were talking earlier about uh learning something about yourself Mm -hmm. for the new year one of the things i've learned is that i am allowed to rest and take a day or two to myself. Mm-hmm. I have been, ever since I've been promoted, I've been working nonstop without a day off. And come, come next year, I will be taking days off. Yes. I am training people to take over for me when I'm not around. We're not attending to the Black and Snowy Podcast. We'll keep that in. Well, that's great. I'm glad of you. Look, boundaries are so important. You need them. Mm-hmm. You need them, especially with work. Because if you don't, you know how I feel about that. I knew. I do. Because I do. It'll, it's, it will literally bring you to the point where you're not even at your best because you're so tired and burnt out. And you don't need to be burnt out. I don't ever want to be burnt out. Okay. Uh, but that is everything that's making me happy this week, unless I think of something else. Uh, how about you? What's making you happy? Well, one, seeing my family. I got to see my brother and my sister. Oh, my bad. Sorry. One last thing. Uh, my favorite barbecue place is Reopened. Uh, All so right. shout out to Morgan's. Love you, Morgan's. Glad you got back from that fire. I have been ordering from there. We gotta go to the in-person place. Yes, because I love their ribs. And they are also kind of expensive, so I haven't been doing it every day. <laughs> But every but they have a pretty good even though it's like it's not real mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, their mac and cheese is pretty good. Even though it's not baked, I feel like that's one of the better like white mac and cheeses. That yeah, I have. yeah. Uh, and they have a good like kale salad that I like to take home and make it cook it warm. Really? Yeah, it's good. Oh, well, put some chicken on it. Yeah, never would have thought to get kale salad from a barbecue joint. Yeah, it's be healthy. Yeah, okay. Shout out to you. Um, okay, for me, I will say one, definitely seeing my family for Thanksgiving, or not Thanksgiving, for a National Day of Mourning slash Indigenous I call it food day. Slash, um, family you know, food day. Whatever. Whatever name we call it that's not yeah. Columbus-oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Pilgrims. Um, okay, that also. Um, I was randomly in... This ADHD for black people Twitter spaces, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved being able to talk to everyone. I can't wait till that happens again. Um, I am happy that I am going to be starting my fully freelance journey starting 2022. I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, I wasn't sure if you were done. <laughs> I'm um, going to be working fully freelance. Um, and I, I will, I'm, this December, I'm taking this time to re, like, rethink, revamp, redo all the stuff that I want to do moving forward, mm-hmm. um, and figure out what my next steps are, and I'm really grateful for that, and the time to have peace and quiet, X, Y, Z. Do your business. Um, and I'm just looking forward to working for myself and really being able to create great things, um, with different clients, so that's really going to be fun. Um, let's see. What else? What else? Um, I'm just, I'm thankful for, like I said, all the support that I've gotten, uh, for the last like year and a half of work that I was doing at my past job. Um, and I didn't realize how much it resonated with people until recently. Um, and yeah, I think that, um, I think that's about it. Was there anything else? Let's see. It was job. I got to see my parents, or my dad. I didn't see my mom yet. Um, I got to see my little brother and sister. Um, yeah, I think that I just yeah. I've gotten to take. I've gotten to sleep this week. Which yes, is per- like, that honestly. is so good. <laughs> I feel like I know. I said this at one point off mic, but I feel like you and I switched schedules somehow. Yeah, because. <laughs> I'm now Mr. Insomnia, mm-hmm. not sleeping, and you're like Ooh. sleeping all the way through the morning into yep. like late morning and shit like that. It's been delicious. Boy, oh boy! Like, doesn't it? Doesn't a good nap feel like eating chocolate? It does. Yeah. It's just like, ooh, <laughs> this is nice. This is like, oh, this is a Three Musketeers bar for Ugh, my body. Not those. What you you wait no you don't like no. three musketeers okay it tastes so. weird where's the, why is it just fluffy nougat yeah it's nougat no I don't it's like that it's fluffy it's chocolate sort of, it and needs fluffy a, it needs some sort of peanut or cookie or something so I you're can, what more Twix yeah Kit Kat yeah Crunch I'm not really a Kit Kat person I'll eat it if it's there Crunch as well but you know a, a Snickers a Twix Hershey. a uh, mm, does it have peanuts in it? Or almonds? Or uh, I mean, they do have the ones that... Uh, so, not the solid bars. So, not yeah. solid chocolate. I like chocolate, but, like, for it to be solid chocolate, it needs to be better you, than Hershey's. You want chocolate and then also something else. Yeah, unless it's, like, a Milka or some sort of Swiss chocolate that mm-hmm. you can stand alone. Most times, I need to have something else in What there. about a Toblerone? I do like Toblerone. Okay. But that's also, like, Swiss, isn't it? Yes. It's some Nordic countries. Yeah. Milka, Toblerone... Um, you gave me those gummies earlier, and now all I want is Swedish fish. <laughs> I do like Swedish fish. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Like, either Swedish fish or Starburst. Either way, I'm hoping that, no. You're not going to get it. Yeah, and I'm not there's, I'm not getting bodega candy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't sleep on that bodega candy. Bodega gum is one thing. Bodega candy is another beast I'd be entirely. I'd getting the bodega candy, that $1.29 for those off-brand why are their gummy bears always ashy? Yeah, that's what. That's why I don't want why to fuck they with their ashy? candy. I'm so confused. It's like whatever the texture is supposed to be, it's <laughs> off. Like, why are they, like, all the candy is ashy. It never looks like it is of this era. Um, So I'm very confused, and I just want to know why. I just haven't gotten an answer. Um, But, okay, well, hey. Guess what? That's it. 
We finished another week. We did it. We did another one of these. Uh, you know I always enjoy doing these with you, right? And I always enjoy doing these with you. Okay, I was about to break out another beatbox and <laughs> for another song, was, but we don't have the time for that, and that's okay. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we will be back with another one next time. Adios, muchachos, Take muchachas, and muchachos. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at blackandsnerdypodcast, as well as on Twitter at blackandsnerdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's that's O-D-T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Study Podcast, where snurds of a feather walk together. Remember. <laughs> no, this is keeping it. We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye. Bye. I actually want to keep that.